Okay, um, welcome to MoQuest Studios, Anatomy Mixtape, Episode 8, The Best of the Eagles. We are in celebration of, this is part two, of uh, Jamie's birthday month. She at this point in recording, your birthday has passed already, right, Jamie? Yes, it has. Oh, yeah. and on that subject, I, I must apologize, Jamie, because I think I was working that day, and I got into like a just a drinking, you know, rage cool. afterwards, um, and I did not wish you a happy birthday. So I'd like to extend that to you now, man. So sorry it's late, bud. Like well, thanks, sorry Jamie. to like be a bad friend and everything, but you know who didn't do that? Roland. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Apples and oranges, right? That's true. It's, it's very true, Daniel. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is the the best of the Eagles that we're going to be talking about today. And Jamie, um, before I continue on, I'm going to introduce myself because I always forget to do that. I am your host, Ray, your birthday Ray, boy. So Jamie. And, and Daniel. And Daniel. Uh, we are missing one of our regulars, Roland. Uh, not much of an Eagles fan, even casually. So he's not here today. He's probably sleeping. Right? I would imagine that. Already? Dude, he sleeps like all day, dude. He needs to get a job. He, he, he needs to... He works hard, you know? Like, he's he's take, doing what? <laughs> 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 okay. Ask him. <laughs> Ask him, <yeah. laughs> And uh, so, uh, since we have like that person missing, we have uh, a lot of liberties since there's just the three of us today. Um be much more peaceful oh. episode. It's going to be not as you aggressive. Know, I have a peaceful, easy feeling. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But this, this episode is going to have a very peaceful, easy feeling about it. <laughs> you will not hear anyone probably say, fuck off or fuck you. Or, I'm well, sure there'll be uh, no um, quotes. This, yeah, this is going to be a quoteless episode, unfortunately. Yeah, which, uh, sorry, we're going to be guys, missing. Like, yeah. The merchandising is going to take a hit this episode. You know, as far as plan, you know. <laughs> And uh, because, uh, go, so go the only way for the merchandising to work, I think, is that we have to take a whole bunch of Roland's nonsense and make a whole bunch of different shit because it's just, you know, yes, yeah, throw against the wall, see what sticks, I guess. I think you know, we got like, something uh, for the first year that could, like, uh, I mean, yeah, if you throw shit at a wall, some of it will stick, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you don't get the goal always, right? No, not always, <laughs> like, um, one of our, um, Teachers in high school always said, uh, cream of the crap. <laughs> Dumb. Oh, <laughs> uh, we wrote that, by the way. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to be talking about the Eagles. Uh, it is Jamie's uh, birthday month again, continuing. And uh, just uh, as we're celebrating, we are having a very special beverage. Jamie, do you want to like tell us what we're drinking today? We're drinking Avery Rumpkin. I'd never heard of this before until right now. and it Shake yo Rumpkin. <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of pumpkin beers, but uh, I buy it for the ABV. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not a fan of pumpkin beers either, but this is the first one probably I've had in a long time. And it, it's. Would you like to read the ABV off the bottle, Ray? Is it on the bottle? I, I believe it okay, is. Okay, let me see. Um, the alcohol by volume is 16.9%. God damn. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, what was that? 16.9%. Well, I guess, I mean, that's the only good use for a pumpkin then, to make it into something that gets you trashed. Because, like I said earlier, the only good use for a pumpkin is to smash it on a pavement. That's a... Smashing pumpkin. I actually have a hilarious story about rumpkin. Um, a year ago during uh, hunting season, 
I went out with a guy from church and um, like we'd been hunting all day and stuff. So, you know, we're a little dehydrated and shit. And before we went out, I picked up some rumpkins. So when we're done and stuff, we cleaned up all the birds and shit. And still de- dehydrated at the moment. Yeah, still dehydrated. Okay. We hadn't really drank much all day. And, How many um, pigeons can you bag a year anyway? A year, it's a shitload because it's like fifteen a day. <laughs> Fuck the pigeons, bro. It's like fifteen a day. So, and, and technically, pigeons are not native, so there's no limit on them. But doves, it's like. So, so basically, you're saying you can kill non-natives. Some things, most That's things, Texas yeah. <laughs> because they're considered a nuisance and. <laughs> I mean, really, are pigeons yeah, some goddamn foreigners? <laughs> yeah. It's very goddamn. So um, as I, I stare behind you and look at your Texas flag thingy. <laughs> oh, he's got a bigger one, like just sitting right over there. Oh, and that one you're talking about actually flew at the Capitol building. That one right there. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! All right. So, uh, so we'd been hunting all day, little dehydrated and shit, and um, like, so you want a beer? I pop it out and hand it to him. He's like, oh, this is delicious. And he like drinks it and stuff. And he finished. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, he's like, can we just like wait here for a little bit before I drive home? <laughs> Man, I don't even want to discuss the price that you told me that you paid for these fucking things. Like, so. Bah. Oh, fucking Avery's kind of expensive. Like they, they've got like, they're kind of more run of the mill shit. Like they're like Avery IPA and I can't remember what other shit. Cause like specs had a bunch of their shit too. That's where I got introduced to them. But, uh, like they have some nice IPAs that actually aren't that expensive. Like the Maharaja, like, holy shit. Like, um, the lady and I were out in, uh, the Seattle area and we went to a total wine and we found a sixer of that. And like, yes, it happened. Like we would have bought more, <laughs> but there was like, there was a lot happening. Like I bought two bottles of wine and like two sixers and she bought like two bottles of liquor and like a few sixers. And it was like, okay, this bill's Jesus, a little hefty. <laughs> I, I really like Avery though. Um, no, they're great. And especially they're the bottles with the foil. Those those nah, are just, those just in the way, man. It's like Modelo bottles. Well, but just, it's, it's not the fact the foil's there. Fucking enjoyment. But the Averys that have the foil are better beers because they have the gold foil, like on the Rumpkin, and then the Uncle Jacobs, and then on their. But it has to have the Avery A on it. It can't just be like gold foil, right? 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 Because yeah, that yeah. would imply, like you said, Modelo's like yeah, cream it, the of the crop. Avery. I'm not, I'm not with catching the shade of Modelo. I love that shit. But it's yeah, just, I drink it all the time. Like drinking the and bottles and because like. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. I watched you guys both uncap, like pop your beers and then put a little foil back. And it, I don't like and the that's foil. Just my, that's but, lost time, boys. Yeah, I don't like the foil, but <laughs> if Avery puts foil on their beer, it's going to be a good beer. Oh, okay. yeah. So it's, it's it's worth the time to yeah, try yeah. and take the foil off. I, so, got you, right? I guess like the, we should probably put a, you know, at Avery Brewing. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like the gold. Um, <laughs> and uh, maybe since, uh, oh, hey, and so we can play Founders again because, like, you know, that's yeah, what drinking, drinking. Started with an uh, all-day IPA myself, yeah. so there you go. And, and I started I'm, with I'm a Backwoods on. Bastard. There you go. Shit, man, oh, we're still hey, keeping it going even since last week. Yeah. And I had like a six or that shit yesterday too. Like <laughs> Backwards Bastard? No. Oh, oh, I was like, shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my Damien. Okay, so as we're going along, uh, Jamie, 
we're going to give ourselves a little history of the Eagles for our own personal experience. So since it is your birthday, I want you to go first. Like, Tell us a little history that you have with the Eagles and how they came to be one of your favorite band or your favorite band right? oh yeah definitely your favorite band so yeah. go ahead um so for me it really started um there was one year i went hunting with my uncle and on the way to my grandparents ranch um like there was two songs i could swear played over and over on the radio it was a uh, john deere green and we're listening to country country music and so john deere green surprise and then um <laughs> Uh, Desperado from the Common Threads album by Clint Black, actually. And like, oh, so you're listening to a cover? Of that's Desperado. fucking sad. It, well, it was on the country <laughs> station. station, okay, right. And it was right after. It was like right around the time that the Common Threads <laughs> album dropped, which was the tribute. Uh, Fundraiser for Walden Woods. Oh, is that the one that was with Travis? That they did that. Travis Tritt did uh, "Take It Easy," and I think yeah. he's the one that like kind of got him back together. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. That's I saw that in the documentary. Yeah, yeah. Like they're saying, like Irving had a hand in that, getting them all together and playing on Offering camera. Offering a yeah. ton of money. <laughs> well, oh, just the fact that they were playing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting them so all together context, so they can feel the way it's really playing. Dirty. Was that? <laughs> he said, "Out of like, context, uh, it sounds oh. dirty." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, so like Desperado, and I, I just fell in love with the song. Then, I'm sure I had heard them before, but it was like one of those things like you hear over and over again, and like you pick up the nuances of the song. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so absolutely. And like, but like, how did you figure out that it was the Eagles? Like that was the source of the song that at you were the time. To? I didn't realize it wasn't them. Oh, so you just thought it was That's the Eagles? I thought it was That's them, fair. yeah. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. I mean, I was like nine. Okay, right. Well, I've done that shit in my, like, 30s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I was like nine, and I, I just heard the song over and over again. And, like, those two songs really stuck with me. Like, I remember, I could, I mean, I swear they played four or five times in a four-hour road trip. So... Um, yeah, I mean, that's a lot in four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the radio. <laughs> well, I mean, if it was a, at the time that they were like making um, that hit, that album was probably like making its rounds, like I would imagine they'd play it quite a bit, you know? Yeah, this is also like, I mean, you have, you have to think, this is like between like two in the morning and six. Oh, so, okay. like in the middle of the night. All right. They just hey, have like. I a game. What's that? During this episode. Whenever we use like in a term that's not for a simile, play proper, but as a filler, because we lose our fucking place or whatever. We drink? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, someone, yeah, someone's going to have to make... Uh, We're going to have to keep each other uh, on our yeah, toes on this. Yeah, so it's carnival good. for that one. Right? So, I mean, if you, you say know, it yourself, you're not going to notice it. it. Oh, exactly. So yeah. that's why we. It's the first mixtape of the year, so we got to go big. So yeah. go ahead. Go big or go home. And uh, I'm already home. That, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you are. Speaking of speaking of which, <laughs> like right now, like I mean, I can, oh, oh, I, oh, oh. I, I can get trashed. Yeah, Ray, Ray did it. I did it, so I guess we could drink. Yeah, yeah. we got a drink. <laughs> Cheers. I can get trashed because I'm not driving home, so I'm, I'm gonna pass out in that bedroom that Jamie has over there. Yeah, I mean, I'm so, home too. Fuck it, man. Brandon, I have to be at work at nine, but oh, you I, do. I can manage work with a hangover. Oh, yeah, totally. So that's all right. Uh, I gotta be in at four. It's gonna be glorious. <laughs> 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 all 
Um, okay, so uh, this, when did you like uh, first, I guess, delve into the Eagles on your own? Like, did you buy a CD? Did you buy a tape? One of my first CDs I got for Christmas was Desperado by the Eagles. Okay. And I'm thinking probably what happened is I said I wanted that song. And your parents just went to the source of that. Yeah, and you you search for Desperado, you're going to come up with the album, not the song. I would imagine your parents would have known the Eagles by then. Yeah. I mean... I mean, by that time, you hear say the word desperado. I'm pretty sure they're yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, wow, mm. our, our son is like so eclectic and yeah. <laughs> so proud of him. There's <laughs> hope. <laughs> and then from then no, on, you just delved, you delved in further. Yeah, like, nope. Yeah, the shit. Boys, <laughs> 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 shit, I got myself there. So you just delved in further, and like, um, did you buy any more things from them? Did I do that again? Yes, you did. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is going to be a test, and like, uh, uh, <laughs> <twice>, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, did he do it again? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yes. This is a test to really prove our communicative skills Abilities. here. Yeah. Well, we're starting out with high ABVs, and then we got to go down from there. Oh, the, those uh, likes are going to come a lot. More so often, sips, boys. sips when those happen. I, think I do have some champagne if we need to uh, yeah. pop that too. No sex in the champagne room, right? <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> okay, um, so Daniel, what, what about you? What, are you? what is your history of the Eagles or history with the Eagles? Right on, man. So, as with Jamie, I think back and I go, okay, I must have listened to some other Eagles songs along the way. And certainly with the way that particularly Valley Radio plays shit over and over and over, uh, we have Postal California coming up a bunch. Um, and even some of the other softer, I guess, crushing hits. I mean, they're great songs with Lying Eyes and things like that. Um, but the time where I really Surger for my buddy and his brother and their dad, who really love the Eagles, and they were also into sound equipment. So anytime they did any sort of tweak to their home audio equipment, the first fucking thing they played was a DVD of the 1994 Hell Freezes Over concert. Of course. I've done, oh, I mean, not the DVD, just the song. And we would walk down the fucking street to (gasps) test the quality. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That intro is a very good intro for that. It's got a huge range. uh, It you know, I had a, a copy of the album myself that I got after that fact. And you know, this was sometime in high school, I believe, or maybe even early college. Like it was late. You know, I, like I said, I knew the bullshit about like you know, Hotel California, Lion Eyes, Desperado. But I, I, I believe um, I did have a like in there. But yes, I'm not sure if that was a, was that, a that was, that was an off- I said like that. It was a little off kilter. So it was um, an iffy one. Maybe she just smell our <laughs> beers for that. <laughs> <laughs> I did think back but, about it, and I'm like, mm, that was an iffy one. It was close, you know. And I've been, I've been really watching my my cadence right now, guys. <laughs> I am a criminal about likes, and I, 
I think this idea came about because of the last episode, because of how trashed I got and how bad it got with the. Oh, did it? Oh yeah, like I, I was so <laughs> boys, like it was bad. Um, but yeah, so. Um, oh, I'm sure you were. You drank a lot more than we did. But mostly, I just jump around. Uh, you know, like with every um, time when it comes up, Lego. Like, oh, how do you listen to these guys? Uh, and that was you, you did one, it again. I think. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I, I had to think about that one again too. <laughs> this is going to be an impediment to the episode, but I think it's important because <laughs> I think we're going to grow from it. Yeah, it'll just make us better. I do appreciate this because I say it way at too the much. Podcast, right? and I think it'll make us better human beings. Sure. I agree. I agree. Yes. Um, but you know, YouTube holes. I'm right on. And you know, eagle shit. And the thing that bums me out though is how limited the access to eagles content there is on YouTube. Most of the videos are like removed. Most of them are just live versions only, which are fantastic in their own right. But a big reason with that is that the eagles versions they also have their place because that's why you have fucking concerts because of the fucking studio cut. <laughs> yeah, a big reason for that, um, with the Eagles especially, is that they started their own studio, or not studio, but production company and everything, because they weren't getting enough cut from their um, the record label. The record label. So they, they started their own label and everything. Shit, they're like, oh yeah, we'll develop you or whatever, but no. Yeah, and apparently the way it works is the record gets all the cut from albums. Well they, so, get, well, they get the majority of it, like, because, I mean, they're fronting, they're, a lot of times they're fronting the money. Yeah. See, oh, what's funny is that Jamie and I's speech has slowed way the fuck down. <laughs> <Ray's just going. laughs> and then we're thinking about what we're saying. <laughs> the, the record company gets a majority of the cut from the record, you know, because, right, they, right, right. because they, they front the money. So, like, for all the studio time and stuff like that. So they, <laughs> did I say it again? Yes, you did. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> and I was really thinking about that. Okay, okay. I have a legit one here. It's kind of like Guys. with um, God damn movies. It, TV. No, that was a real That's one. That was a real one. Kind of like. Okay. Okay, we'll let that one go. Yeah. <laughs> um, My apologies. It's just one thing I'm worried about is I'm not sure if I have enough beer for the light game. <laughs> I don't know uh, if I do either. Actually, I, I do. Well, I have <laughs> I have two bombers we can pop open if we have to also. So, Remember, but we anyway. have to just sniff the beers. We'll do. <laughs> so, so um, as you were saying about Rolando. <laughs> Rolando Gaga. Blah, <laughs> blah, um, Well, movies. Like, I've seen things on um, the way actors get paid mm. of the way the studio tries to word it in their contract is net profits oh. but they the studio has to pay themselves for the movie <coughs> so they Jamie, it sounds like you just learned the English language for the first time <laughs> without using like <laughs> Is really trying hard to not use that My word. Yeah, I am. I am. I am really trying hard. So the studio has to pay themselves for what they owe themselves. Yeah. 
Because they so they just mark up what they have to pay themselves. They're just recouping the money, right? They're, they're recouping the money, but what they'll do is they'll inflate what they owe themselves, like with interest or something. Well, just it's not really interest, interest but or I mean, yeah. just they have to pay other people too. Yeah. So they take their cut, and they're like, "Well, this movie really didn't make any money." <laughs> Jamie. Jamie. What? Well, they're like, "Hey." Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I'm out. See, once we hit those country okay. zones, boys, like it. It's oh, and this out. is gonna be bad because we're drinking as it happens. So yeah, yeah we've established that. Yeah. <laughs> so it, the more we get drunk, the worse yeah. it's gonna get. Okay. Well, um, well, I will be right back. I need to refill. Okay. Well, we'll take a. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Jamie did the wave twice. <laughs> this is gonna be forever. This is gonna take forever. <laughs> Woo! God, Ray, I hope that stays in. I hope that stays in. I need to let everyone know who's anyone who's listening is that he got up from his chair and. Jesus, he's just in his tidy whities <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. He did the wave three times. <laughs> Everything waved. <laughs> oh Christ! Okay, wait. Did you buy? It? Oh, this is another one. This is a different one. Yes. Okay. Right. okay um, we'll just we'll move on for that. Let me give a b- very brief uh, history of my. Uh, time with the eagles uh when i was a child um don henley's boys of summer came out on mtv so that was like heavily played so did i say that he said like heavily played yeah like heavily played okay so that was heavily played on mtv and i would sit in front of tv and watch it all the time and then also my dad had purchased Glenn Fry's uh, No Fun Allowed album when he and he played the song Party Town very often so I didn't know who these people were I just thought they were just solo artists but he informed me I that they were I believe he said it again but I didn't catch it for sure so I'm not I sure I don't know I, I do uh, have they, a legit one though I do not like this beer as much they were uh, he informed me that the Eagles were a band and that these two guys were a part of it and he had purchased the album well, the greatest hits, you know. So, so he purchased. Uh, yeah, no yeah, fun yeah. allowed with the greatest hits. No, no, no. Well, he he had he had uh, no fun allowed, and uh, Don Henley's. Well, I had the the album No Fun Allowed, and the forty fives of Don Henley's Boys of Summer. Okay. All right, which I still own, I still own to this day. And um, he he had he had showed me that he had purchased the album, uh, the greatest hits of the Eagles. You know that iconic cover. The, There's a bunch of greatest hits. I'm talking about the first one. Okay, okay, okay. You know yeah, what I'm talking like about? Like on top. Yeah, it's like the eagle skull or something, or the eagle head or something. Yeah, the eagle yeah. skull in the Where desert, it like has the white background. Yeah, it's the like greatest hits with the little. It's, it's like in the water and stuff like that, or is, yeah, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that album cover. Yeah, on that's YouTube whole trips. Yeah. But the one I was thinking about was a. I think it's the 2013 remastered, actually. No, no, this was like the original uh, pressing yeah. of this album. Again, one I still own as well. And um, 
we would he would play it on the record uh the turntable fairly often so uh my history with the eagles is just listening to it as a kid and again uh watching don henley on mtv a lot and listening to glenn fry's no fun allowed and replaying party town quite a bit so that's pretty much my history with the Eagles and continue to just listening to him on a regular basis. And I mean, yeah, you're right, it is on water. It's a very stylized eagle font and a curve yeah, yeah. with a painted skull. That's the original greatest hits. Yeah. And um, But yeah, that's <coughs> as far as my where I started and where it just pretty much continued from there. Just I, listening to the rest of it and listening to the albums on a pretty regular basis. I, I do have a little bit more to add based on what you said. Okay, go you ahead. said you still oh, have please. the albums. I still, I still have the 45s. I have both greatest hits, like the original ones that came out, Volume 1, which is on vinyl, and then I have uh, Volume 2 on CD. But Sadly. I, but I have, again, I have the, the 45s of uh, Don Henley, and I have uh, Glenn Frey's uh, first studio album, which was No Fun Alone. Sadly, like the house I grew up in... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did it. It yeah. was so close. You could have just said the house I grew up. Right, in. right, right. I was no, it was so close. like the house I grew up in. So sadly, the, the house I grew up in is kind of in the country. It's like on the edge of the city. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was one. I gotta crack another one too, boys. It's on the edge of the city, or it was on the edge of the city limits. Now it's in the city limits. But um, so our house would get broken into fairly regularly. Um. And my stereo was stolen. And, of course, it had the CD I played the most in it, which was Desperado. And then, probably ten years later, I'm in college. I had bought um, Eagles Farewell Tour number one on DVD. And our house got broken into again. My laptop got stolen. And my favorite DVD was in the laptop. I think someone who's just on a hunt for your fucking Eagles collection. No yeah, shit. Just, no shit. Ruin your day, Jamie. Yes. So <laughs> those are the only two discs I have had of the Eagles, and I'm afraid to buy another one. Yeah, you know what? That's what At this point, yeah, you don't want to get that uh, third time. Uh, I, I'm all digital now. Yeah, all digital on Eagle stuff. So, someone tries to like break into your cloud and steal all uh, your fucking right, no shit. <laughs> Ray, Ray, yeah, Ray. What did he? That's that's one for us did boys. I I, 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 I was you're sure punishing all of us. I'm really trying to like do this so like naturally. God damn know? it, Ray! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this beer is not good. This is gonna. We're gonna have fourteen episodes. This, this, just this is gonna work for us, right? <laughs> just this is a good. This is a good other. exercise for us at the beginning this of the year. This is very good for us. So by the time December comes around, we are going to be fucking pros. This is great for guys? the podcast too. No, no, no. I, and I, yeah, like I said. Oh, fuck. Well, no. That, <laughs> no, no. That's that was good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Like I said, so you're good. Right. Appreciate it. Because now we've been talking for a while and i've been just like a hawk or where are those inappropriate ones so anytime i hear like it's right you have to think about what you said like wait wait was that yeah you know imagine did i just think that up we say before we speak, you know if right? Roland, i just did it didn't i no, i, I believe you did yes. <laughs> you know if roland was here we couldn't play this like regularly because he'd be just saying it just like really up. ray really he would be saying it to just <laughs> god damn it <laughs> was that two 
Mm. All right, I'm gonna the slow replay down. doesn't count. I'm gonna slow down my speech range. Was that yeah. a replay? He was because he was replaying what he had just said to find where he had made error. Oh, okay, okay. Times, so I, I did not catch it. That was a replay. Okay, so no, and we would of course acknowledge that if Roland were to troll us like that, we would just not believe. We would just not <laughs> involve him in the game any longer. Just like okay, Roland, just, you can say all you want, but you just just go in the corner. Oh, he would definitely do it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. and he Absolutely. would not, and then he would not drink. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He's like, y'all can't force me to drink, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, and this by is the a peaceful, way, easy I, I episode. We should uh, peaceful, easy episode. Yeah. Curmudgeonry. That is also a great beer, curmudgeon. Oh well, and also, you know, Roland's picture is the definition. <laughs> Curmudgeon's better half is a little sweet for me, but curmudgeon is pretty good. Who makes that? Now, what kind of beer is it? Oh, well, Wadata. Uh, I believe it is an old ale. So the Eagles, guys. Yeah, so we're back, yeah, on, the Eagles back on the Eagles. Back on the Eagles. <laughs> Away from beer. So we've gone over it. our history of the Eagles in our own personal lives very briefly. Ooh, I'm going to give a time. quick little history of the, how the Eagles began. Just right, some quick, ends, just some quick points. You can all take a little nap real quick. Um, Power nap. The Eagles began with Glenn Fry and Don Henley in Los Angeles in 1971, and after playing in bands for several years, they met in California, right? Uh, California, you mean? California, and became the backing band for Thank Linda you, Ronstadt. <laughs> did you all know? Did you know that, Daniel? No shit. They were the backing no band shit. for Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. That's fucking. And they so, were like the two main. They, they were. They were the. Uh, they were course, the two main. The two main guys. Yeah. yeah. And what happened was is that that's wild. They both were. I just, guess you guys didn't notice. I said like. No, I didn't. Fuck. <laughs> Cheers, boys. <laughs> I caught myself. But apparently, you guys didn't catch me. No, because I'm trying to listen to Ray. Okay, so. Um, Sorry. <laughs> they were the they were the two main guys. They were kind of like the two main guys in the backing band of Linda Ronstadt. And what happened was Ray is that they both it. had the interest in starting a new band they they had an interest in starting a new band with each other and it's funny because during the documentary that we watched uh, they it was almost like puppy love it seemed did you know that? god damn it Ray no no that was legit that was legit oh, I said like yeah, puppy fair. love yeah. I like puppy love um, sorry it was it's it's because well, like kind of well because it the, was from, very creepy the way they right said there, it though. from what I understood that they said like God damn it. That, that was a, <laughs> yeah. That was a drinking one. <laughs> hey, let me take this right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Boys, we're going Exactly, right? This is a <laughs> it's a hard beer. <laughs> one of them told the other one. This is a quote so it doesn't count. Okay. So like I just kind of want to like God damn it, Ray. Play with Jamie. you. No, no, that's a quote. It's a quote. It's a quote from. Uh, from allegedly, yeah. yeah. It's a quote, yeah. Yeah. He's like, so, like, I just kind of want to, like, <laughs> be in a band with you. And then the other one said, Yeah, me I kinda, too. I kind of just want to be in a band with you, too. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. I'll pull the pole with you, too. Okay, so they became a band. Linda Ronson actually recommended the guitarist, uh, Bernie Lenston. Well, she also. Um, Instead of being 
She wasn't like she didn't have a grudge about it. She was like totally. Yeah, she no, she encouraged she, well, them to continue on. Man. You did say well, like with, with with beauty in her music. So she was like totally. Oh. oh but um yeah she but with the beauty of her music i would would not be shocked to know that it was not like a i would be shocked to learn that it was not (laughs) that doesn't count (laughs) a correction does not fix it (laughs) so yeah yeah, she um totally was cool with it yeah they they encouraged uh them to continue on and she she recommended the guitar. The she remember, she recommended their first guitar player, uh, Bernie. I can't remember his last name. It's Lenston. I've Lenston. got it right here somewhere. And uh, Bernie McBurnerson. They found the bass player. Which do you remember the first, the bass player's first name? Ah, uh, where is that? Okay, the bass player's first. Okay, you're thinking of Bernie. Oh, Wikipedia. It's uh, easy to find. Leiden. Yeah, Bernie Leiden. And Randy Meisner. Randy Meisner, the first incarnation of the Eagles. And from my the weird thing with Randy Meisner is later they got uh, Timothy B. Schmidt, which they poached Randy Meisner from Poco, and then Timothy, Timothy B. B. Schmidt yeah. replaced Randy Meisner in Poco, and then when Randy Meisner quit the band, they poached Timothy B. Schmidt from, from Poco. Poco. So they basically so poached the same band. Gotcha. Yeah. So the name the Eagles, uh, there was a little bit of a debate on which, on or on how the name came to be, but the official name from Glenn Fry is that uh, they were on they were taking a they were on a peyote and tequila fueled group outing in the Mojave Desert, and there was an eagle that kind of flew flew over. <laughs> Did I say it again? No, you didn't. There was you tried so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying really hard. James ready to pounce, man. There was, a, there, there was an eagle that flew over, and that Glenn Fry said, "The Eagles." Whoa! <laughs> well, literally, that's exactly what he fucking said. Don Henley was like going to take a shit or something. No, no, it was God Glenn Fry it. taking Jamie, a piss. Oh, Glenn Fry was taking a piss. Jamie, Glenn Fry Jamie. was taking a piss. Did I? Boys. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, Henley was like, "I'm gonna take a shit." <laughs> so Glenn Fry was going to take a. Pee-pee. I believe it was the shit. He said he was going to take a pee. And thinks they go to the bathroom. Or whatever. Who gives a fuck the what? The way it was, I believe it was taking a shit. So, um, and the rest of the band was like, Eagle, God, Eagle, no. Eagle. Hey, Jamie. What? Did I? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you a beer pretty soon. This is the game where no one wins. <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone loses. Basically, here's the here's the other account of how it had happened, apparently. Steve um Steve Martin, the comedian. Okay. Oh word. Uh suggested no the, suggested the name to Glenn Fry and Don Felder credited Linden with uh originating the name when he recalled reading about how the Hopi's uh Native Americans the uh their, yeah. their reverence yeah. for the eagle. But the I'm gonna say the official in the documentary the, they the talk about the peyote version, trip. Glenn, yeah, they talk about the peyote well, trip. But Glenn, Glenn Fry is peyote culture as well. Glenn, Glenn Fry is like the person's probably gonna have top billing on yeah. the origin of the, the name, you know? Yeah, because if, yeah. if Glenn Fry or Don Lee Henley said, "Fuck," Don Henley said it. That's who I'd believe. 
Well, yeah, I mean, who else are you gonna believe? Do you think you think Glenn Fryer, Don Henley, gonna give credit to like someone just giving him the fucking name? What the fuck was that? I have no idea. (laughs) Can you turn that on again? Then they've gone through uh, three guitar players. That was Bernie. The second one was Don Felder. And the last one was Joe Walsh. And of course, they have other guitarists after the fact. But I mean, like, that's the original Eagles group. And just a little quick note on the Eagles on how they sell records and how rich they fucking are. Uh, they're the best-selling bands in history with 150 million albums sold with 100 million just in the U.S. alone. Fuck. And they are... But that, this, 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 that's this, like this, the Bible. This statistic was probably like a few years old for who knows how much they've sold up until this exact point. Daniel, can we get a... That didn't count. Okay. Okay. That was <laughs> Did you have another statistic about that, Daniel? Um, they were the best-selling band of the 20th century. Yes, that is correct. And perhaps twenty first. That yeah, that's still debatable. I doubt that will happen. No, I no, I I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> if that happened, that would be fucking amazing. It's gonna be Eminem, guys. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> not not even Michael Jackson. I said a Rowan. I said a Rowan. <laughs> Kesha, Michael Jackson. Not even the Beatles, surprisingly. No. Well, if the Beatles came out before no, the, the Eagles, fighters. so... The <laughs> Fighters will live on forever. <laughs> if the Beatles couldn't beat them in the 20th century, how are they going to beat them in the 21st century? That's true. And, you know, I mean, surprisingly, the Eagles did not make as many albums as the Beatles did. And they were, like, even yeah. together in, like, the, almost, like, the same amount of time, too. That was, like, three fucking Ray. Well, just drink once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was captivated, so I didn't catch any. <laughs> and to be fair, um, you make a great point about the, you know, I guess the prime productivity years and how much shit was put out. However, at least for my taste, there's a lot of the Beatles that I, was, I, I couldn't care less for. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, a, I mean, like entire albums, you know, even if there's a good song on it that everyone liked, I mean, I'm just like, that's just doesn't. I'm okay, people fuck. are really going to hate me for this. Don't say it. Well, we already do. So people are really going to hate me for this. <laughs> I really don't like the Beatles. <laughs> Ray just had a stroke. Yes, he did. Dude, you know how many the times I heard that today? Now, I was telling some people at work. No, that was legit. I was, I was telling some people at work that we were going to do oh, an episode of the Eagles. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> 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 it will get difficult to discern. I've quit just saying. drinking. I've quit just drinking. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I can't handle this. At work, I told some folks that we were going to do an episode of the Eagles, and I got two points. So before that, someone was talking about the Beatles, and a friend of mine said, "You know, man, like I just don't care for the Beatles. I fucking almost lost it." And then. <laughs> This other person said, I, I mentioned that we we're going to do an episode of the Eagles, and they were like, fuck, fuck the Eagles. There you go. I said, fuck oh. the Eagles. Hey, oh. hey drink. Oh. That's, that's a double, actually. I was talking to Marissa about this just the other day that the Beatles is just, I, I really don't like them. Okay, so this isn't a Beatles episode, but. One, two, three, I guess, like, top Beatles album, go. 
which I've asked you on previous Drunken Rages. Before. I only know one album of theirs. I'm, I'm gonna say uh, Let It Be. The last one. Jamie? None of them. <laughs> I only say uh, Let It Be because I've heard that one the most. Revolver's my shit. I, I love Revolver is fucking album. badass. I only know yep. the name of one of their albums. Anything from Rubber Soul on is like my shit. The first other half of the Beatles, I, I don't listen to as much because it's a lot of bubblegum pop boy band yeah, type of it. stuff. And like everything else, like, God damn it. Jesus. <laughs> I think that was actually two. Probably. Well, Tia boys. Everything else after that, I enjoy more of the Beatles. Anyways, this is not a Beatles uh, episode, so let's just move on to our list. I do have um, one thing to say. Okay, 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 okay. I would like to take a moment Uh-oh. of silence for Glenn Fry, who died in 2016. Okay. Now we're back. Yeah, we can. What's funny is that we can fix that later. They thought we took a moment of silence, but we just kept talking. Actually, we just edited in like silence, right? (laughs) I'm just gonna like Um, move, Daniel. I'm gonna move the tracks. Did you just say we just like edited in silence? (laughs) Oh, fuck you! Yes, I did. (laughs) Jamie, thank you. I will be right back. Teamwork. Yeah, I will be right back. Those W's, baby. All right, uh, hold on. Let's get a visual. <laughs> it all waved. <laughs> oh, man. Jamie, what was the last time you bought underwear? 1984? <laughs> <laughs> the same underwear from like when he was 12. God damn it, like, did it again. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. well, in, in honor of that, because yeah, okay. we, are, we are recording. Shit, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fucking hammered, right? At this rate, like, <laughs> this was your idea for the game, man. Like we're all gonna be hammered, I know, and I totally own up to those uh, standards <laughs> or to the rules I set up for before us. But like I said, team building, <laughs> it just hurts. It just hurts every time. <laughs> it's a good thing Roland wasn't here because he would, <laughs> he would flip. He would flip. <laughs> he would fucking lose he his mind. Do you want my apparel? No, I was saying that if Roland was here, he would lose his fucking mind. Because of my apparel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or lack or thereof. Lack of- <laughs> Ray, get out of my head. <laughs> hey, I am comfortable as fuck now, though. I'm sure you are, and that's good. It's your house. There's not I was hot as fuck lose. before. Now I am comfortable. I did I? Why did you look at me? Uh, I, you picked up your beer, and I thought that no, I, no, no. I just moving it out of the way because oh, okay, you know, okay. shit here. Yes. Uh, Are socks involved? No. <laughs> Fair enough. I took those off before we started recording, I believe. Oh, well, <laughs> I was just gonna say here, he would have confused those with your pants, <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. I was gonna say he just got saggy balls, man. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Yeah, when um, 
I believe it was before we started recording, actually. But on the yeah, once you were already connected, I took the socks off because I was hot. Was hoping that would help. It did to an extent. Took the undershirt off. That helped to an extent. But I needed more. All right. Or less. uh, You don't need more yet. No, I don't need more yet. You're drinking slow. Are you Uh, sipping every time we say the word? No, I'm drinking it, but this beer is fucking harsh, man. It is harsh. I can't just drink it like fucking fast, dude. God damn it, Ray. You did it again. Did he? Yeah, I did. I know. At least I'm drinking seven percent now. <laughs> <laughs> Not that fifteen point nine that Ray's drinking. Okay, enjoy it. We're gonna go down the list. The and list. Jamie, sorry, sorry, listeners, <laughs> you're gonna go first. This is your birthday episode? Uh, so I'm on the list. Okay, there it is. Um, so you, you pick one that you want to go first, Jamie. Go ahead. We start at the top, or uh, start at number ten. Oh shit, that's a bitch. Let it be by the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely be a number ten. <laughs> if that. Oh, let's see, number ten, number ten, number ten. Harsh. I think I would have to say the best of my love. The best of. Why <laughs> right not? It should be on the very bottom of my list. If you have my list up. Well, it's you're doing like the studio one, right? God damn it, Ray. God damn it. On mine, it is from On the Border. From 1974. Maybe we should just punish like permanently. (laughs) (laughs) We can't even make a simile. (laughs) The best of my love. Here we go. Fuck, I regret my decision. It's just wholesome. <laughs> I kind of regret picking that as number 10. Why? Because I love the ballads. You love the ballads? Yes, I but love the ballads. I think that's a good way to kick off them. Yeah, start off with that peaceful, easy feeling. Huh? Indeed. Because it can all change in a New York minute. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Well, that was legit. Never mind. <laughs> Thank you. I don't uh, spoke it. You did spoke it. Jamie, why did you pick this one? I really don't remember now. Um I love the song. Like I said, it is um one of the ballads, which I love the ballads. They are I, I don't know, just the Eagles ballads 
to me are the best. They're like touching. Fuck. God damn it. That's <laughs> just <laughs> a god damn it buzzer for <laughs> they they kind of speak to the heart. And who do you want to tell that they got the best of your love? Well, Marissa, of course. Oh, that's sweet. That's that's touching. Moving on. <laughs> Daniel, you want to start cool. off with one of your number tens, sir? Oh, sure, man. Oh, um, and we're actually just so everybody understands, we are going through um, the Eagles first, and then the solo, and then we'll go through after, some solo albums, yeah. uh, artists afterwards. So, Daniel, oh, I've got all sorts of shit on here. Um, I'm just gonna grab one out of. I guess I'll get my softest one out of the way, just like Jamie did. I don't think that was my softest, but whatever. Um, and actually, I believe it is my number 10 on that goddamn list, right? And that is? Away. Love will keep us alive. Not now. Daniel, one thing I have to say <laughs> is there are two voices of the Eagles that you can't top. One is Timothy B. Schmidt, which is right there. The other is Don Henley. You know, how does one sing so perfectly live? What exactly. I want to know is, Jamie, how do you expect me to argue against such a great point? <laughs> there is no argument against that. Then why did you try to challenge me or whatever? You know, like. Wait, I didn't. I did not feel that it was a challenge. I felt it was a statement. I'm sorry if I if it was challenging oh. to you. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Daniel, do you have anything else to add about this song? I mean, again, like I said. Nah, but like. No, that was good. That was good. That was uh, good. Oh fuck that me. Was good. That was good. That was good. I I got you. Well, I said like you I, get said, one? I, I said like mm. I said, I said like I, I said. I just did. I oh, know. Okay, Daniel I got myself before oh, I got okay. into the next point. But this. How does one person sing so perfectly live? I don't. There's only two man. people that could. It's insane. This. There are only two okay, voices so, so perfect. We had chatted a little bit earlier about how you know the Eagles, you know, top selling 20th century, maybe not 21st, but if we talk about albums. Hell freezes over. We were talking about just the genre of live albums. You know, say yeah. top twenty. 
I say they're top. Like, well, if you think yeah. about it, Hell Freeze is over. That is their comeback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Was, yeah, they have gone title. through everybody else that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So when they came back, they had the perfect band. Their home, man. They still had Felder, though. The... And that was kind of iffy after the fact. Well, but you, you know what, Ray? Sing. You're iffy. He didn't sing. He was a great guitar player. <laughs> and no one acknowledged my slammer. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm perfect. We, we were talking about the Eagles, so I... Um, <laughs> we lost track. We lost track. You right? know how I am with the Eagles. Okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go start off with my number 10. Okay. And it is... If we're going to go with ballads, I can't tell you why. <laughs> oh, that is a beautiful song. That is one of my favorites. Bring on that piano intro, baby. I'm editing that out. (laughs) I think I'll leave that in. like a two or three it's a really good song but i mean a lot of the eagle songs it's really hard to pick you know because i feel like a lot of them really go to the limit you know not that i would ever do this but if i've been drinking i'm driving on my way home this is one of the songs i sing to and by the way this was on uh, the (laughs) long run i would ever do that this was on the long run which was their last (laughs) album right together oh was it yeah i did not realize that because that was one of my songs. And Timothy B. Schmidt was with the band very temporarily when he joined before they broke up. So, so uh, as a note, all of the songs that I picked were the original versions, the ones that I put on my list. And I do have that was on the long run, which is on my list. So I guess I can't pick it now. Asshole. Well, um, we're, we're making a mixtape together, boys. That's I know, I know. But you picked it as a number 10. Well, that hurts. We we can establish the list later. It hurts if right you here. want like you can right tell me what you want on this whole mix here. Okay, speaking of which, Jamie, you're next. <laughs> Convenient. That was a beautiful ass fucking piano intro, by the way. That was. Well, I want to say all three. I can't of tell you why it's a beautiful solid, fucking song. Solid softness that we produced. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Um, number nine. Keeping with the aesthetic in the persons in the room. <laughs> Complete <laughs> softness. Mm. This is when you're going to have to go to my list, I believe. Um, it's one of them on the Desperado album. Okay. It's uh, one of the songs that I had never heard until I had the Desperado album. And there's just something about the tone of it that I love. 
It's Bitter Creek. And you think for some reason or another I don't have that on his yeah, list. You have it on my list. It's that guitar harmonic that really does it for me. I think that's reverb, but yes. you think it's reverb? It's not harmonic. Oh, that's depressing. Once I was young, so unsure. when you listen to the live or the <laughs> edited version of this and Ray just puts the un jamie fied <laughs> um, that'll be a surprise that was totally um, harmonic Ray pick two it's harmonic pick, with reverb but there's oh, harmonic there point two I think that Jamie has a point on harmonics point three I have the hard follow up to that song based on my list oh hard shit okay, as right. far as thematically you okay. know as far as if we're going to try to base you know our ten nines and so forth on and I would um, yeah encourage like everybody to actually listen to the whole song the whole song it's the whole, song, song as a whole is a very good song yeah mm-hmm. the well, who, that's is that Glenn Fry singing I believe it is, yes. Yeah, because I mean, at this point, there's only two people singing. It's Don Henley. Or That's Glenn a very Fire. early song, yes. Okay. I believe that is Glenn Fire singing. Um, it. It's a very good song. It didn't get as much. No, it it is just an album song. It was not a single. It wasn't a single. It didn't. It wasn't a tar- chart topper or anything. I believe there was only two songs on that album well, that were singles. Well, this album did not do as well as... This is probably like the least selling album. It was their second album, too. But also does have Desperado, Witchy Woman, Tequila Sunrise, which are very popular staples when they play live. I don't think that Witchy Woman is even a single on the album. Maybe, I don't know. I don't I think, think it was you're just, a single on the album. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go rolling here. I'm gonna go rolling here. Fuck you. I believe the only singles on the album were uh, Desperado and um, Tequila, Tequila, Tequila Sunrise. Sunrise. Okay. Well, maybe. Daniel, what's your follow up? All right. So this is a little tough. However, I'm just gonna say fuck it and set the tone because I know it's gonna come up from one of you other fuckers later. One of these nights, ah! <laughs> and I'm gonna just, and maybe we should all say a little piece about this song because this is, I'm sure it's on everyone's list, if, if I'm not mistaken. I will play. Let me play it first, and then we'll discuss it. Okay. Then we'll talk. Sure. All right. It- 
I mean, first of all, I don't fuck. see the follow up there. <laughs> it's a, it's a solid song. I don't, don't see the follow up. No, no. Like I said, Jamie, I had no follow up. Oh, okay, so okay, okay. The just, gradual buildup in that song that I knew was going to be on y'all's list before y'all took it away from me. That's very you know, true. It was on my list. Um, Jamie, your birthday month, you start. Like, what do you think oh, of this track? Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, it, man, it's man that that gradual buildup up until like it starts like mm. every all the instruments start coming in that fucking bass line that little organ. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And then that fucking guitar coming in, like the two guitar attack coming in, that's fucking amazing. That was when they had two guitars. That's when they had two guitars. That's correct. Yeah. It's a solid track. It's a very solid track. Um, I I wouldn't. That's another quote. There's Mercedes from Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Did I? No. Okay. Jesus scared me. I was like, I've been so good. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, don't drink it all, bitch. (laughs) There's another one for you. There's CBS in there for you. Oh, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) All right. Um, Ray, you in this track. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm done with this track. Okay, well. It's a beautiful I, track, that's all I can say. I'm almost, I'm surprised or kind of dumbfounded by the fact that they start off with that bass intro. Because it doesn't seem melodic in any way. It's just someone fucking around, you know. Mm. But they made it work when they have that it, that organ kind of like just tap in every so often. But then they have that guitar come in. But It's just that intro, that gradual build up. And then the... Dun, 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 dun. And then a song comes in, man. That's fucking beautiful. I, I get Wait. that. I get that, yeah. It, it's, it, it's, it's, it's not it's, a... No, it, it builds you up. The yeah. intro does not fit the song. It doesn't It doesn't seem like anything spectacular, but it starts to build up to something spectacular. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. That's what it seems like to me, but it is one of the better songs of the Eagles. I, I would yeah. agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of. I, I would that not it's say like it's a number nine, nine me, but eight, I had to. Where we are. <laughs> so, what do you think, Daniel? Ooh, so, you know, I would say that Jamie hit on the overall feel of the track. You know, just like, oof, yeah, let's. You hit a bit on the musicality. I'm going to hit on the goddamn lyrics. Shit makes you hopeful in love or whatever you know like I, I get that yeah totally get that yeah. well yeah if you have Don cool. Henley singing, to you, say singing like, to you like I mean come on well we'll drink to it anyway Ray just did I did yeah <sighs> cheers boys <laughs> mm. yeah I mean but it's, that's, that's that's the that is the ultimate, I guess like the penultimate that like, is almost a quintessential Eagle song with this song it's you know makes you hopeful like now since daniel's brought the song up i feel that that is a song that is kind of right in between not gonna twist your nipples from like two thousand miles away man (laughs) we both just (laughs) fucked up there 
Um, that's fair, but mine was funny at least. Yours was probably be sad. Mine wasn't sad. Man, my face is so hot. I was gonna say so. That song is a quintessential Eagle song. It is, but I mean, like most songs of the Eagles, it is a quintessential Eagle song. It's true. It's true. To me, I feel that one was like in I'll the middle, Jamie. just Jamie. in the middle. Jamie, Jamie. I know, I know. I got it. I got it. Got it. Got to call it when it happens. Else, this is, this probably doesn't work. I, I, I caught it. I caught it too. You know, at some point, we're gonna be so drunk, like none of us are gonna catch shit. <laughs> Maybe the was that comments from like none of us are gonna catch shit. Did I say that? Oh. Yes, you did. Yeah. Oh fuck, man. <laughs> What if it's gonna start saying on purpose too? <laughs> what if it come all rolling out in the? You know, shit? I'm. I feel like I'm bypassing all these terms, but you guys are just catching them, man. Like Jesus Christ! Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Did I do it again? You guys are just like catching them. Oh. Uh, I'm not gonna <laughs> even talk anymore, dude. Fuck this. <laughs> So this is the end of MoQuest episode. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten to number eight. <laughs> okay, have we gotten that far? Well, no, because Ray is next. We're number, number nine. <laughs> what are you talking about? Your number nine. This is your number nine coming up. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, We're number eight yet. <laughs> Jesus, my number oh, nine is "Take It to the Limit." Oh, solid track. Cages. Are there you go. Well, uh, I figured I'd give some love to the original basis of the Eagles. No, absolutely, it's so good. Um, he however, has such had, a beautiful uh, voice, you know. I had to fuck around a little bit, though. You know, just I was I was saying that I had to give some love to the original basis of the Eagles. Yes, Timothy B. Schmidt is a beautiful singer, beautiful bass bass player, 
but they're very similar though. They are. What was the first instrument, Ray? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bass player. The bass player. Sorry, <laughs> that's the beer talking. Come on, man. <laughs> no, it was. We you just slow the fuck down. The blaze player. <laughs> Why are you bringing up corn? <laughs> Are you ready? Twisted transistor. We really need to slow the fuck down. I've got the hiccups already. Um, by, by, by the way, we were we were watching a documentary, right? Yes. And I mentioned to you that um, is it Miser? Miser? Randy Meisner. Meisner sang this song, and you said it was Glenn Fry who sang the song. Remember, because. In the documentary, towards the end where he was going to leave, he didn't want to sing the song anymore because he was tired of singing the song. <laughs> and he was kind of like iffy on singing all those high notes. But Glenn Fry like got pissed off and was like, God damn it. I don't recall this. He said, you're going to sing the song because all the people want to hear you sing the song. And he kept saying no. And then they were going to have a get, get into a fist fight backstage. This happened in documentary, if you don't remember. But it is the original bass player, bass, bass player that is singing the song. And he has a beautiful sure voice. The bass player? The bass player, bro. <laughs> Ray is not blazed. I'm not blazed, no. no he wishes not, he was. Blaze player. <laughs> So take it to the limit. That is my number nine. Jamie, you're number eight. Gotta move fast, man. Oh shit, you can just throw it out there like that. Number eight. <laughs> well, I mean Wait, we wait, are. hold on. Does anyone else have anything to add about this song? Daniel, that wasn't on your list, right? It was not, but it fucking totally should have been because that's oh, actually it was gonna be on my list, but I was gonna censor it because it involves my functional alcoholism. <laughs> and that's all we need to say about that, I guess. <laughs> Jamie, I've got one for your functional alcoholism in our um, solo hits. Jamie, uh, do you have anything to add about <laughs> this song? Perfect. <laughs> do you have anything to add about this song? Uh, I, I think I'm done with this song. Okay, <laughs> Jamie, you're number eight. <laughs> I need to um, choose when it's number eight. We may or may not make it to the end. I don't think we, I don't think we will. Though. <laughs> I think I'm done with this song. <laughs> the stong? <laughs> yes. That's she, I can't remember what we've already done. So, okay, what song did you intentionally ha- want to be number eight? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Just staring at your list. <laughs> Letters. What? <laughs> <laughs> These look like the shapes on the flat part We've of the done I can't tell you why, right? <laughs> what? We've done I can't tell you why. Yes, I so, picked yeah. that song, yeah. <laughs> Mind One you, of these nights we've already done? One of these nights yes. we have done, yes. Remember, this is a collective mixtape that we're building here. I, I know, I know. I just like... Can't believe those are so low, but whatever, whatever. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fucking princess. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with the um, theme song of the episode. 
peaceful, easy feeling. <laughs> oh, well, words. All right, here we go. Telling you, man, this I table, was trying to get my mic out of the way. This table isn't like made for these fucking arms. <laughs> He's just no, it's not. It's not at all. <laughs> That's why I started buying these fucking cheap ass arms, and they they help. Yeah, yeah just so swing my mic off the table, uh, and it fucking falls. <laughs> yeah, two seconds into the fucking track, Jamie decided to gesture, and his mic went back by. It was great. Um. <laughs> So sorry that Ray and I laughed through that shit because that's a great song. It, um, I'll edit our laughter out, but Jesus Christ! To, to me, no, that is, I think we should keep that of that, a that, good that, uh, Eagle song. That's a middle ground song. Um, I guess one of the earlier songs. Middle ground, middle middle ground. Jamie of a good Eagle song. Of a good <laughs> Eagle song. It's a middle ground song. You take that back. That's enough. Because what are we on? Number four or number seven? <laughs> Bitch, we're on number eight. We're on eight. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's fucking. We're fucked. Like we're fucked. <laughs> if peaceful, feel, if peaceful, peaceful, easy feeling is number eight, we're fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> to be fair, you guys have taken like three songs away from me. This is true. To be fair, you this knocked your mic true. off. <laughs> Fuck you, Daniel. <laughs> Fuck you, Daniel. We're really not going to go Promises, through a fucking like ten. We're not going to make a ten because we're because not going to run out we're, of songs. We're running. We're, we're um, overlapping. We're overlapping on everyone else's songs. There's so. not very much. Um, What's the word structure to this episode? I we, believe we we agree very much on Pretty the shit. songs that should be on the mixtape. Yeah, we agree on the top number ten. Yeah, not necessarily number the order. No, yeah, it's true. Yeah, no, it's fair. Okay, Daniel, what's your number? Whoa, 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 whoa! We need to talk about, about the fucking song. Yes, though. sorry. When Ooh. I started first, when I first started learning guitar. By the way, when I was coughing, I think I popped a blood vessel. <laughs> Where? Because I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> In your head or your asshole? In my head. Okay, Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, um, when I first started learning guitar, 
I was going to a Christian school. Of course. And um, <clears throat> uh, me and another guy had both asked our um, instructor to teach us an Eagles song. This was the song he picked. I believe that was the first time I'd heard the song. Peaceful for Christ, the King of Peace. Continue. I mean, of course, we both wanted Hotel California. Because loving, but Jesus. that's about the devil, right? Exactly. And, and like, the funny <laughs> thing is, like, when we asked about Hotel California, instead of Colitas, he said Kalichi. <laughs> Kalichi, what the fuck? <laughs> because he was trying to make it more. Yeah. Um, we were like young middle school at the time, so. Mm-hmm. He was trying to make it more a uh, young middle school age oh, I appropriate. I got you. Colitas, um, Kalichi. Kalicha. That's bullshit. So, um, I, I believe I'm done with the song now. By the way, that was my number, I think, seven song. That was Daniel's number eight? No, um, that was no. I'm talking no, about yours. No, that was your number eight, bitch. Oh, she was, was my number eight. eight. Oh so shit! We're on Daniel's number eight. I'm just saying that that peaceful, easy feeling was my actually, number was seven. Number, my number really? two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, actually, my number two, counting down, top down. Wow, really? Great, yeah. great, great Sorry, minds think alike. On the way down, because I have eleven on my list, and yeah, I have eighteen on my down, list. So. so yeah, it was number seven on mine. Uh, so uh, Daniel. You want to take the reins of the next song? Fucking A, I do. Um, I'm going to... What do I do? Mm. Mm. I swear to God, if one of you pick my number one... <laughs> mm. I already told you what my number one was. So I mean, I don't think Ooh. it's not your number one. So you know well, I swear to God, if you pick my number one before my number one... To gamble? <laughs> I can't tell you why. Because we didn't do that already. Wait, yeah, we did that. We did that. That was my number. Oh, well, fuck you, right? Yeah, Um, that was my number ten. To to fuck Jamie on his birthday month, um, because it's probably his number one pick. I'm gonna get Desperado out there. Oh, fuck you, fuck you, (laughs) fuck you. That was not my number one, but fuck you. That was like my number two. Oh, like number two. Here we go. Desperado. Beautiful song though. It's a ballad. I'm not arguing that. (laughs) Stupid. Desperado Why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. Oh, you're a hard one, but I know that you got your reasons. These things that are pleasing you can hurt you somehow. Don't you draw the queen of diamonds, boy She'll beat you if she's able You know the queen of hearts is always The best bet <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry Before we continue on with this song I, I told Jamie about this I don't know if you know this, Daniel But there's an episode of Seinfeld Where Elaine is dating this guy Who's obsessed with Desperado 
every <laughs> every time the song comes on, he goes into a trance, and there's a point where he's like just looking up into the sky while listening to the song. She's still talking to him, and he's like, "Can you just be quiet for a few minutes while I listen to this song?" <laughs> That's my spiel about Desperado. It is not on my list, by the way. So okay, okay. Continue. So that was on my list. It was not my number one. At one point, it would have been my number one, but that would have been probably ten or fifteen years ago. It, as I had said before, <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, I saw what you did there. Yeah, it would have been my number one. Because it was the first song that really brought me to the Eagles, but now it, is, it, is there a reason you have to speak so close to your mic? For you're, like, you're, like, you're like literally fucking eating the goddamn mic right now. You know, I deal with people on mics all the time. Yes, I know. Go ahead. So, um, this is the way it's supposed to be done. You're supposed to be touching the mic all the time. Not a condenser mic. He's licking the mic. God damn it. <laughs> Continue speaking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, um, Desperado, at one point, would have been my first, my number one. But as I have listened to more Eagles, it has um, declined a little bit. Not not entirely. Is there a reason for that? I I believe it's just that it was really the first song that brought me to the Eagles, and it's a really solid song. But you've kind of moved on a little bit from that being the pinnacle of your eagleness. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it was. It's a. It's still a really solid song. Okay. But it's not. I think if I had discovered, you're really trying hard not to say the word. I am. I really am. It really is. I believe I had um, discovered Desperate at an older age. It probably would be my number one. Okay. But since it was the first song that really got me to the Eagles, it's... I would say it's probably my number four, so... Okay. Somewhere between number two and number four. It, it's still really high up there, but it is not a number one for me. Okay. So, Daniel, what do you have to say about Desperado? You know... I don't think you need to be a cowboy to get this song. <laughs> All right. You know, it's it's some on the road Jack Kerouac shit in like a three minute form. Right on. I get that. An- another thing, going back to what Daniel said about like you know be a cowboy. It's still a ballad. <laughs> And, and like it, I mentioned, it is a ballad, yeah. As I mentioned at the beginning, I love the ballads. Okay. I like how you set up all these straw man arguments, Jamie. How like people are going to argue with you? And- <laughs> I'm not saying that anybody argue with me. I'm saying it is a ballad, and I do love the ballads. <laughs> it's like it's a ballad. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are you so confrontational, broke chacha? I, I just love the ballads. I think we are coming to a point. In mixtape, where we're just delving deep into Jamie's heart. I think it's because Roland's not here, and I'm afraid like somebody's gonna like fuck. <laughs> fuck. 
<laughs> you're, you're letting yourself be vulnerable while Roland isn't here. <laughs> and I said like. Well, drink up. Oh. Well, why am I sad about drinking? <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. That was sad. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Daniel, you picked Desperado. I'm going to go with my next pick. And we get Jamie's number one. Get it. I don't think we've done this song, but it's take it easy. Don't do it. Oh, thank God. No. That was the first right. one on my list, but not my number one. All right. Well, this I'm is very close to it, though. This is my next song. It's take it easy, baby. Here we go. To get that, I had to get that second verse in. I'm sorry. Of course, the the Santa Corner Winslow, Arizona. That's yeah. That's, that's the pinnacle of the song. That's tight ass fucking shit right there. Um, so, as Daniel said, accusing of being my number one. That is not my number one, but that would be my number one if it were as a Glenn Fry vocal. Okay, sure, yeah. And um, I do have I, to admit, I, I will have to disagree with you on that one. I do have to admit, although that would be my number two if it was we were just talking about Glenn Fry vocals, an Eagles song as Glenn Fry vocal. Again, that would be my number two if it was just an Eagles song as a Glenn Fry specific. I'm kind of curious what your number one is, but I, I will take that. Okay. Right. Um, the um, thing I do have to admit here is I was a little butt hurt. When I don't remember who, but somebody had gone to Winslow, Arizona, mm-hmm. and um, sent Roland a postcard. Who did that? I believe it was you and um, your ex-wife. Did we? I believe it was. We went to Winslow, Arizona. Somebody sent Roland a postcard from Winslow, Arizona, from a crossroad in Winslow, Arizona, and like Roland showed it to me, and like I was like just. Totally hurt that I did not get that postcard. Did he get the reference? I don't think he did. I you need a fucking tissue or not, man. Yes, <laughs> I do. I fucking do. This, this, bitch is, this bitch is lactating from his nipples right now. <laughs> fucking whining from what I hear. It wasn't me. Are you sure? I didn't I did not go to Arizona. I did not send Roland a postcard. I would never you, do that. I would never do that. <laughs> Somebody never sent Roland a postcard, postcard from Winslow, Arizona, <laughs> from the 
crossroads in Winslow, Arizona. It wasn't. It, it wasn't me. And apparently, there's Jay, a Jamie. I would have sent you this postcard first, knowing that you're an Eagles fan. Roland's not an Eagles fan. Why would I send Roland a fucking postcard? Like, that's what from Winslow, Arizona. Like, this doesn't struck make any me sense. about it. Is somebody it done it? Sense. And it fucking hurt. Well, don't worry, baby girl. It wasn't me. Okay. All right. What's your next pick, Jamie? <laughs> oh shit! It's my turn. Next? Wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Daniel, do you have anything to say about Take It Easy? I'm sorry. we some, uh, Someone's crying over here. I'm sorry. I believe that the one thing that we are, I guess, taking it easy on eh, would be the likes. Good job, boys. Um, <laughs> and we're not taking it easy on drinking. No, so, we're not. <laughs> I so would like to add a little bit more to this one. Daniel's this song doesn't really fit. And uh, go ahead, Jamie. Go take us on your little intellectual. Did you say uh, this song doesn't really fit? Or does? I think it does. With us drinking. Oh, with us drinking? No, no, no. With a, yeah, with us intoxicated. Like, but with the easy. the tone yeah. the tone of the episode, I would You're say a tone pretty. Of the episode. <laughs> I'd say I would say it fits pretty well. It, Jamie, I believe it does fit very well with the tone of the no, episode. It's, um, it's beautiful. No, it fits, but just like it's really one of my favorite easy. songs. It was actually the first song I added to my list. Just going through the name of the song, uh, the the song list, okay. the, the song list. Yeah, it was the first one I added. Not necessarily as number one, but it was the first song I added to my list. Um, oh well, fuck yeah! I mean, like, what if we what if we gauge it on that one? Like, what was your first knee jerk track that hit your list, Ray? Since we know Jamie's now. I I can't say what it is because I haven't said my number one yet. Ooh, really? Mm-hmm. To to me, the way I went through the list, I I'll believe, was um, in it. chronological order. <laughs> so it was the first one that hit my list in chronological order. Well, let me. Can I just dive in here and just talk a little bit about the song? From my understanding, Jackson Brown. No one cares. Just kidding. <laughs> good, good one, Roland. <laughs> Jackson Ouch. Jackson Brown created the first boys. verse. <laughs> Daniel Jack, Jackson Brown created the first verse, but oh, he was stuck on the second Jackson verse. Brown? Yeah. So Glenn Fry created the uh, standing yeah, on the corner like, of Winslow, when, Arizona. When Glenn Fry heard it. Yeah. According to the documentary, like According instantly, instantly, he was like, "It wasn't instantly. I guarantee it wasn't instantly." But he. According to the documentary, though. But to move it along, yes, continue. According to the documentary, instantly he was like, um, "It was uh, standing at a corner of Winslow, Arizona." Such a fine sight to see. It, well, no, no, no. Yes. According, according to the documentary, <laughs> from what, what was his name? Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown had standing at a corner in Winslow, Arizona. And Glenn Fry was like, "Oh, oh such a Jane. fine sight to see. such a fine sight to see." There's a girl, girl my lord, lord in a flatbed sword. Ford. 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 Sorry, I'm a little bit drunk. Driving by, and, taking and, a look. And at Glenn me. Fry was like, "What you said, Jamie? So y'all need a drink." I took my penalty. <laughs> Did I really? Yeah. Okay. Um, me and Ray both need a refill. So uh, I will be back in a minute. Okay, so where are we at right now? Uh, I just said my take it easy. Jamie, you're next. Which, that was your number. Um, let me see here. The one, two, three, four. That was number number seven. Your number seven. Okay. No, hold me... on, hold on. Ten, nine, eight, six. That was my number six. 
Okay, let me see. Let me see. I think we're fucking up here, boys. I think we're not that far down the list. Well, the, the problem with the we, way we're doing we're, the list, we're overlapping. So like we're just yeah, we're overlapping. We're, we're skipping. Yeah, we're sure. overlapping. So yeah, so go ahead. You're, you're overlapping. <laughs> <laughs> you said that was your number six. Take it easy with my number six. Uh. <laughs> Don't even say number. Just go. What's your next pick? I'm trying yeah. to figure out what would be next in line, though. You want me to help you along? Because <laughs> I just go the rest Come of my on. list. Oh shit! We just did take it easy. We did. T- we did take it easy, my friend. Yes. Is it number six on mine? Jesus! If you Jamie, take my number one, I swear to God, I will kill you, motherfucker. Pretty hammered, pretty quick. If you take my number one from me, I swear to God, I will fucking kill you, motherfuckers. Okay, so Ray, at this point, we should list off the rest of our fucking tracks <laughs> <laughs> and then end the episode. And so, um, us. apparently, this is my number five, <laughs> which is a uh, heartache tonight. Oh, okay. Oh, right on. That's my number one, you bitch. <laughs> what? Woo! Heartache uh-huh. tonight. Here we go. By the way, every intro is like top notch. Totally. Continue. Somebody's gonna hurt someone before the night is through. Somebody's gonna come undone. There's nothing we can do. You're gonna cut that shit out, right? <laughs> no, I'm leaving all that shit oh, in. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, it's Dan Jamie. Oh fuck! I'm fucked. <laughs> so apparently, you guys are gonna hear my renditions of every song. Um, I will allow this. Yes. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> I, 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 I apologize on behalf of everybody. <laughs> on everybody, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry, and I can confirm that Ray is not sorry either. I can't sing for shit, but I'm singing with every long, along with every one of these fucking songs. What? <laughs> I didn't understand the last. I am drunk. I am drunk. I am singing. I am singing along with every one of these fucking songs because I fucking love the Eagles. I know that's why we're doing this episode. Okay, <laughs> so uh, that was um, Heartache Tonight. Heartache Tonight. By the way, in the documentary, they're playing Heartache Tonight while Glenn Fry is telling Don Felder that he's going to fucking kill him. You remember that? I do not remember that. He like, is telling him he's going to beat the shit out of him after the show. He's like, he's like I can't wait for this show to be over because I'm going to... That's fucking beautiful. I'm going to fucking kill you. That is a beautiful time to, yeah. time to be telling him that. Yeah, so that was funny. 
And Glenn uh, Don Felder ran off after the show was over. Yeah, he hopped uh, in a limo and just took yeah, the and fuck just off. Yeah, took off, yeah. And that's when the Eagles fucking broke up. Yeah. That was officially the last live performance, performance live of the Eagles. Apparently. Uh, Daniel, uh, was this on your list? I, it was my number one. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I apologize, Daniel. <laughs> Don't. Because I'm hoping I can fucking ruin yours at some point. Um, I've been hoping the whole fucking. I will episode. hate you forever. I will hate you for fucking ever. <laughs> okay. You'll be over it because that's petty bullshit, and you're above that. However, and, and you're um, Daniel, and I fucking love Daniel. Well, yeah, it's me. Okay, fucking, so who? That fucking track, like, I haven't had my piece about this. Oh yeah, it says please. I'm sorry. One. Go ahead. Yeah, and you haven't had your piece either, Ray. So, no, I haven't. Uh, no, I haven't. About this one, man. Like, uh, maybe it's about that player lifestyle, like the Harvey lived. That I only heard about. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> uh, when, when you bring Harvey into this, I feel like you're going to take my number one from me. <laughs> um, well. He's just um, talking about heartache tonight, baby girl. So. Oh, I, I heard Harvey. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. I heard okay. Harvey. Shh. No. My bad. And, my bad. My bad. My bad. It's okay, Prince. And um, it would be a teal sunrise <laughs> if a witchy woman were a victim of love. <laughs> <laughs> That's solid. That's solid. And thank God none of those were my number one. And, and I did not take a New York minute to see that. <laughs> All right, guys. None of those four were my number one. So you're solid, Daniel. You're solid. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'll just comment. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right on, um, Ray. Okay, so whoa, whoa. it's Daniel's turn. He, <laughs> I just ended a dumb shit. But you like you didn't pick one. Okay, what's 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 your oh. next one, Daniel? Oh, it's yeah. my song time. Yeah, I we were still talking about the last track. No, it's yeah, your song time. Yeah. It's your song time. <laughs> Well, I mean, Jamie unfortunately picked your number one. What's your next song on your list? Bitch. Um, <laughs> I apologize. No, nah, you don't. Uh, Witchy Woman. It's just it's a fun song. Let's do it. All right. Here we go with Witchy Woman. Spirit on an endless flight 
Okay, one thing I just realized. By the way, that was my number eleven on my oh, list. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, one thing I just realized. Um, all I have left is my number one. <laughs> okay, well then, then that's what it is. That's what it's gonna be. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, witchy woman, Daniel, what do you got to mm-hmm. say about this? I mean, the song is just fucking hot. I, I agree. That's hot a beautiful song. To trot. <laughs> to me, it is not one of my number tens. I, I totally understand why it would be. Um, oh yeah, I wasn't. I was just breathing. I wasn't sighing. Right, right, right. I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't Stop even playing. hear that, but um, get your little tea torch out. To me, it's a beautiful song. <laughs> it is. Also, the reason that David does not like the Eagles. Is, that's the only reason he doesn't like the Eagles? Apparently, well, then, there is the a like teacher David we had in high or he had in high school. They would play Witchy Woman nonstop. No so, shit. Yeah. No shit. And so that's why in, he doesn't like the wait, Eagles. In that high school? Wonderful. In high school, yes. Oh, yeah. Y'all went to That's how petty high, uh, David is. <laughs> we all agree that David is pretty petty. Sure, okay. But he doesn't like the Eagles because they played Witchy Woman aggressively in high school. One teacher. One teacher played it, okay. Weird. Okay. I agree. Um, Daniel, what is your stance on Witchy Woman? It's. You said it was sexy. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, if we're gonna like talk about a song being sexy from the Eagles, I mean, Witchy Woman. Uh, well, I guess. Uh, Maybe we have a different definition of sexy. Like the second. I'm gonna say like that. that don't, don't you tell me how to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's not sexy. I'm just saying I believe my number one is sexy. I I, I really enjoy the the harmonic that that. Ooh, yeah, I, I, I totally. I think, I think I mean, that that helps the song. To me, a lot. it's a great song. It was not on my number ten. Again, another instance why the Eagles have really good intros. They just start off pretty strong. This is also hey. why they had, they were the best-selling band of. I don't. I don't think. Witchy, I don't think Witchy Woman was a reason for that. I well. Did it hurt though? Was it a long road out of Eden? No. That is a very good point. Was it the long road no, out of Eden? No, 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 no. no. I'll I'll tell you I'll let you all I'll give you all the the real answer when I give you my number one. So I mean, if you if you want to put that on a pedestal, was it Witchy Woman or the Long Road of Eden? Well, you know, Jamie, I was searching and thinking about you, and I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just looking up fucking Eagles Associated song <laughs> throwing titles in. <laughs> just so, trying to guess your number one. You know, James. you know what's funny is that like y'all have kind of. Come, I don't think you'll guess my number one. You guys have kind of like Ray knows my number one. <laughs> You've all kind of merged on your list, Mike. No one's touched my list really. Really? Yeah, my list is pretty much still intact. I, I only have my number one left. Well, then I'm going to give you my number five. Okay. Five. And it is in the city. 
Someone finally gave Joe Walsh some fucking love in this fucking place. Oh, oh, I got Joe Walsh covered in solo albums. Oh, I okay. I'm sure. I'm sure you do. Okay, in the city again, Joe Walsh, kind of like melding with the Eagles more than doing his solo thing, you know. And that's why I like the song kind of as my midpoint. Midpoint. My midpoint. Yes. This is like when Joe Walsh kind of finally joined the band. And he became part of the band, and this is on the long, uh, long run. So it's the last album that it was he did. The last album before they split up. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like this song kind of like is a good midpoint for the Eagles because it introduces Joe Walsh into this mixtape. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I only have one more song, I believe. Let me let me look through my list again to make sure I'm not missing anything. <laughs> Here. I'm waiting for uh, Jamie to I had all tabbed I was like What are you guys doing right Okay now? so I believe I'm on my number one oh. Okay well let's go What's your number one Jamie Life in the fast lane mm, <sighs> I knew it I knew it I mean Okay so Not surprised But disappointed What <laughs> <laughs> Let me give a little background here Let me give a little background here so for me, Life in the Vast Lane is a very Wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you even give your explanation. <laughs> absorb that shit. She held him up and he held up for ransom. 
Why did you stop you it? Because you know I gotta, awesome? I gotta stop the fucking song at some it's point. It's a beautiful fucking song. <laughs> what's great is that reflects none of our lives. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was good. Fuck that you, one. Daniel. <laughs> promises, promises, but go on. Uh, I've had plenty tonight. Trust me. My hands are very soft from. Uh, oh, shut the fuck up! Yes. Shut the yes. fuck up! No <laughs> shut the fuck up! <laughs> okay, so this one's kind of a long story for me. When um, I got my first MP3 player, it was eight. <laughs> fuck you, Daniel. Fuck you. It was a Diamond Rio six hundred. It was like the second from the top of the line. And what I would do is I would literally put life in the fast lane on it. And I would drive around the block of my house. Like I said, I lived out kind of out in the country. So the block around my house was about a mile. Because it said what? <laughs> and I would literally drive around that mile over <laughs> And over again, listening to Life in the Fast Lane with my Diamond Rio 600. Um, it, it's, a, it's an amazing song. To me, it's, it's after the ballads. It's more of their rockish songs. But I, I just love the lyrics of the song. It's a really solid song for me. Well, Joe Walsh is pretty badass. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, that that was my number three song. Uh, and watching that the, wasn't on your list, right, Daniel? No, it was not. Watching the documentary, the way that song came about is it's kind of two things that once happened. That that the um. I guess the riff at the beginning. Joe Walsh was practicing while they were about to record. And this was an exercise for him. And Glenn Fry and Don Henley looked at him and was like, what was that? He's like, it's just an exercise that he's trying to do to perfect his uh, guitar playing. Basically, it's just like what he does to like exercise his fingers. Yeah, that's all it was. Man, how are you guys on in South Texas and on Don Henley's dick at the same time? It's amazing. <laughs> I love Don Henley. I love you Don, have no I, idea. I, I love Don Henley you too. You have no idea. I love Don Henley too. <laughs> so the second part was that Glenn Fry was in a car with a drug dealer driving really fast down the highway. Ninety is what he said. Ninety, and the Glenn Fry tells the, the, the drug dealer the tells the drug dealer. He tells the drug dealer. Why are you going so fast? And then the drug dealer tells him, life in the fast lane. Glenn, Glenn I would like to quote. Glenn, like to quote. Glenn, Glenn Fry says, it's a great fucking title. That's what he I, said. I would like to quote before that, the, uh, that Glenn Fry said they were riding very heavy. With very dr- heavy. With drugs. With drugs, yes. That's what that means. Okay. That well, that That is... Thank you. That is um, that is your number one. Right, that is my number three. Daniel, what's your next pick? Unless you have something um, to add to our bullshit. <laughs> the, I I add to, 
the life in the I fast do, lane. Because I would like to say something life in the fast lane. Ah, sorry, life in the fast lane, right? <laughs> okay. So, one second. Four score and seven. Oh, years shit. Ago. Fuck you. So, we are all um, fairly um, historically. Um, Aware here? <laughs> I thought you were going to say drunk. I thought you were drunk. Real, but I guess, uh, I guess uh, to kill that shit that quick, though? <sighs> Motherfucker. I don't know, man. Have some pride, Jamie. Shut up. <laughs> um, tequila Sunrise. Oh, shit. The salt song. He did it. He did Hooray. it. Here we go. My dumb There you go. Tequila Sunrise is not on my list. Not on my top ten. No, it was I, very close on mine. It was. It was kind of a pity add-on for me because I don't really care for so much, but it, like it involves like tequila, and I have to respect that. So, right. just because there's both of you motherfuckers know how I am with tequila. Well, yeah. I got to pee, so give me, a, give me a few with minutes. Tequila. Give me a second. You should never touch the substance again in your life. <laughs> and, and also, on that note, um, it is a ballad. So, ballad. Fuck you. Um, so, it, it, it's... To me, it's a high up their song. I, I totally get why you would pick that as your number... Well, it's kind of... A th- like I said, it's kind of a throwaway for me. Like, it, like it is a good song, but like I don't really like resonate with it much or whatever. It's just it. It is a good track though. Like, what what number was it for you? Fuck. Okay. Oh. Like four. Three. It was my number six pick. You know, counting down from eleven. Jesus. Mid range. Where yeah. you guys my number one? year number six. Wait, Tequila Sunrise was raised number one? No, 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 no. Um, Life in the Vest was my number one. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like how we're just buzzed trying to figure out how this episode went. Yes, yeah, totally. Because we don't remember. Totally. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty fucking drunk. Us? I do not believe we have said the magic word in quite a while. 
You know, I'm... Well, hello again. Um, this is Ray, the host of Anatomy of Mixtape. I'm um, just coming to you here because at some point during our original recording of the Eagles Mixtape, someone, preferably a birthday boy, uh, either stopped pressing, stopped the recording or either forgot to press record or... I don't know, any number of things. We were all very drunk that night. So what I'm doing here is just recapping some of the songs that we missed because my number two and one are missing from this original recording. And one of uh, Daniel's tracks, which is I think his number two, is also miss- missing, which happens to be my number four. So I'm going to get started with that real quick. Um, the first song that I am recapping here is called Victim of Love. And that is from the Eagles uh, album, Hotel California. That is Daniel's number two and my number four. So here we go. So that was uh, Daniel's number four and my number two or number number four. Daniel's number four. Daniel's number two. My number four. I'm gonna recap on my last number two and one. Those are the tracks that or commentary that is missing from this Anatomy mixtape. So just a real real quick recap. Here we go. My number two was the long run. Here we go. Okay, and that was The Long Run from the Eagles album, The Long Run, which I believe is their last studio album before they originally broke up in the ni- 1980, I believe. I chose this song as my number two because, frankly, it, I think it's a pretty rocking song. 
And I enjoyed Don Henley's lyrics over the melody of the music. And everyone's backing vocals. I just think it's really cool. So my number one, which I really wish I would have played at the time because it would have probably gotten a pretty decent reaction out of everyone. Um, at this point in the list, no one had really intercepted my list. All of my songs were pretty much still intact in the order that I had originally chosen them. And my last track was the song Already Gone. And we're going to get started with that one. Here we go. Again, that was my number one, Already Gone. Um, the reason I chose this song was because, frankly, it's my favorite Eagles song. I can hear the song over and over again, and I never get tired of it. Uh, for instance, um, on the the day well, the day that we were going to record this uh, episode, um, I had to go to work earlier that day, and I do have a long commute to work. It's about a 40, 45-minute drive, and I had the song on repeat. I pretty much heard it probably around seven or eight times. And I was dead set on this being my number one because, again, I never get tired of the song. It's a good song to drive to. It's kind of like a good, I hate to say this, is fist-pumping song. But um, it is. it just really amps up your driving uh, experience. So that is my number one of the Eagles, Already Gone. And now we're going to go back to the original recording where Jamie and I are going to continue with our solo uh, our solo songs. So, back to the original recording. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> are we ready? Are we recording? We're recording, baby girl. Okay, we're recording. Okay, so we're back, and right now, Daniel, unfortunately, he has to go to work early in the fucking morning, earlier than any of us have to go to work. Jamie doesn't have to go to work. I have to go to work in the morning. Daniel has to go to work fucking 4 o'clock in the morning. So right now, we're going to start with Daniel's first solo pick of the Eagles. Right now, we are going into a segment where we talk about the solo songs of members of the Eagles. And I believe, I believe his next song for the solo album was Life's Been Good to Me, right? Was it? It was Life's Been Good to Me, yeah. It's a solid song. 
And that is by Joe Walsh. It is. The rocker of the fucking Eagles. Here we go. Solid fucking track, dude. That is a really solid track. That I feel is, like you could a little short. <laughs> a little short. That was a minute fifty six in. <laughs> I feel like you cut it a little short. I'm sorry. I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like um, maybe you should have gone twice as long. Well, I mean, it, it, I could have played the whole fucking song. If you're listening to any rock classic rock radio, that song is being played on a regular basis. Joe Walsh. <laughs> Joe Walsh is a badass motherfucker. Right? He is. He really is. He um, really is. I, I feel like he is really what brought the Eagles back. You think so? I, I think so. According to Glenn Fry, guitar playing is going to be better. Singing is not going to be as good. Joe Walsh, clean. But we're going to kick some motherfucking ass. Is that clean Joe Walsh? That is clean Joe Walsh. Yes. <laughs> and Life's Been Good to Me So Far is a song that pretty much he's just indulging in his fucking access, as Joe Walsh probably should be. Jamie, do you have another song from a solo artist of the Eagles that would complement our mixtape? I, I feel like my, my um, solo Eagles song kind of ties into that. Go ahead. Um, light, uh, one day at a time. One day at a time. It really ties in on the Joe Walsh because it is a totally Joe Walsh song. Um, it, is, it's, is, is this on your list? It is on my list. What? It's, it, it totally ties in on him cleaning himself up because 
as we both know, watching the Eagles documentary, uh-huh. that um, Joe Walsh was pretty much given the ultimatum that he cleans himself up or he's out. Yeah. As they um, brought their comeback for um, the... Uh, I can't even think right now because I'm so fucking drunk. Um <laughs> For the uh, light, um, fuck, fuck, for the Hell Freezes Over album, that's what I'm thinking. For the Hell Freezes Over album, uh, Joe Walsh was like pretty much given the ultimatum that he has to fucking clean himself up or he's out. Never heard that song. Really? I had not. That's one of my favorite Joe Walsh songs. And actually, um, I realized I actually missed a fucking Eagle song. Is that an that's not an Eagle song, is it? No, that's not. That oh, that's kind of an Eagle song. That is a classic Joe Walsh coming back with the Eagle song. But I totally missed a Joe uh, Eagle song. And what was that? Julian Dalton. You did? I, I, I just saw it on my list. Like, how the fuck did I miss that song? <laughs> Speaking of... This is probably like a number two-ish song for me, um, which should have been mentioned <laughs> probably 10, 15 minutes ago. Sure. You're drunk, though. I am. I am. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm like totally in the Joe Walsh mood right now. If you're in the Joe Walsh mood, I got the Joe Walsh... Pinnacle song for you. Before you go to the Joe Walsh Pinnacle song for me, let's play Duel and Dalton. What? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're fucking like giving me this fucking... I, I understand, I understand. I'm fucking this shit up, but it's my birthday month. It's your birthday month. All right, I'll give you that. All right. Uh, Duel and... Dalton, right? That is from Desperado. No, wait. This from the Desperado album. From Desperado, but how is that a Joe Walsh thing? It's not. It's totally not. But I, I totally forgot about it, and it's one of the ballads that you know. Okay, it's your birthday month. 
It should have been my number three, number four, something around the along those lines. Um, uh, I don't know how I missed it. I'll let it go. Here we go. Oh shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. That was <laughs> solid. That was solid. <laughs> you know what? We weren't meant to play that song, but here we go. We'll play it again. I don't know what the fuck you did, but that was solid. <laughs> As I mentioned at the beginning, um, the ballads are really where it's at for me. It, it's just, I think it's um, coming from a country and country and western background. The um, ballads really speak to me. I don't know how I missed that before. I okay. guess because I'm um, channeling my inner Joe Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dueling Dalton is really a solid song for me. It's one of those ballads that speaks to me. Okay. And as I had said before, Desperado is, my th- is the first album I had. That's true. Dueling Dalton, Bitter Creek, all of them were all in or on that album so I listen to them over and over and over again okay. but they're beautiful songs they're, I'm not going to deny you that they are beautiful songs and being that I love country music they're ballads okay the ballads are really really just Holds it in for me They kind of have that Country rock kind of thing Going exactly, on Exactly yeah, Exactly The okay. country rock thing Going on They They're beautiful Speaking of country Rock Let's go to Joe Walsh Oh shit James Gang <laughs> I don't see how that Ties in at all It does not Joe Walsh and country rock uh, Maybe rock But not country James Gang James Gang Walk away that is one of my um, Joel songs. Hell fucking yeah. How can it not be?
Okay, I'm, I'm going to say this about the James Gang, right? First of all, I still own the album that the song is on. And listening to it as a child, it sounded like the heaviest fucking thing I have ever heard in my life. That fucking breakdown with the drums. It is amazing. It is one of the best Joe Walsh songs, James Gang songs, ever in the history of the world. Debate me. Fuck you. (coughs) That's what I thought. (laughs) As a child, I'd never heard the song. I heard the song plenty of times. But um, it's a very... It's a very good Joe Walsh song. Joe Walsh is... Debate me, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) To me, if it weren't for Joe Walsh, the Eagles would have never had the comeback they did. Because Joe Walsh has that stage presence. He has the, the, the rockabilly, I guess. Rockabilly? No. Rock... Fucking, he's on the board of rockabilly. This motherfucker is rock. He encompasses rock, all right. Rock in the sense of where it started, and like the James Gang. Man, if you think the fucking, if you listen to the whole fucking okay, song, okay, okay. it is so fucking heavy with that bass going on. Joe Walsh playing that fucking song, I uh, playing the guitar, and it's so like at the time, it's so very distorted, you know. Like you said there, the James Gang. The James Gang, yeah. If it weren't for the James Gang, Joe Walsh would totally be Rockabilly. I don't know about that. but right. You'd totally be Rockabilly. You, you can't deny that. The, the James Gang brought Joe Walsh from Rockabilly to rock. I'm going to slap you in the titty, all right? I'm sorry. Do it. Do it. My titties are open. And he just slapped me in the titty. I slapped him in the titty. He did. He really slapped me in the titty. But um, I I stand where I stand. Okay. You can stand stand wherever the fuck you want. Stand wherever the fuck you want. Joe Walsh brought the James Gang and the Eagles from rock to rockabilly. Which, for the Eagles, was almost full circle. Full circle? (laughs) It's full circle. (laughs) What's your next fucking song? Fuck you. What's your next song? Okay, I have to look at my list. No, no. Um, You just did... uh, I did James Gang. Walk Away. Walk Away, okay. That's what I did. That's what I did. To help with that full circle, I will take One Day at a Time. Is this a solo album? It is. One day at a time. Where am I at on this? Oh, it's a Joe Walsh sh- analog man. Shit. Daniel really just loves this song. <laughs> I don't think we did. And the last to leave the scene 
this song already. What? We did play this song already. Bullshit. <laughs> we did. You chose the song already. Bullshit. You're so drunk. <laughs> I am not that drunk. You played this song. <laughs> you are full of shit. I'm not kidding you. We played the song already. That is my first Joel song. And I gave you the first Joe Wall song. You played the song already. Bullshit. What's, what's funny is that you didn't realize you, we played the song. I didn't realize we played the song already until I heard the fucking lyrics. Let's move on to fucking Glenn I'm Fry. sure we did not play the song. We did. Bullshit. We did. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't picked one yet. You did. And I picked fucking one day at a time. Yeah, you did. I'm sure I did not pick that as my you number did. one. I heard that. I just heard the lyrics a few minutes ago. We're not the drunk. <laughs> <laughs> if we're that drunk, that song is trying to sell us something. <laughs> pick some fucking Glenn Fresh. Okay, okay. If we'd already picked that song. My next song <laughs> is, um, I feel like this should be number one. Uh, so I have to go back to the bottom. Let me see. Let me see. Um, a Glenn Fry song. Uh-huh. You belong to the city. Oh, shit. That's what I'm Did we really do already one day, one day at a time? We did. Let's get sexy. Are you sure? I am. It's like my number one. I don't believe it. I really don't believe it. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. This is from the Above the Clouds, the Collection Deluxe, which is um, after Glenn Fry died. Motherfucker, this is fr- this is from No Fun Allowed, right? Fuck you. Fuck Above the Clouds. This is No Fun Allowed. Fuck you. This is from the Above the Clouds, the Collection. Um, Glenn Fry, R.I.P. 2016. Twenty. Motherfucker, don't be a boot though, right? This is, this is Glenn Fry, no, rest in peace. This is no fun allowed. R.I.P. 2016. <laughs> R.I.P. I believe there's gonna be a lot of overlap in this. Um, there's gonna, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of overlap, especially with there's Don, be a lot of fighting here. But Don Henley for sure. Yes, totally. 
I need to pick another Glenn Fry song. Yeah, pick another Glenn Fry song, motherfucker. Okay, so I believe I do have another Glenn Fry song. Um, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Fry. Fry. Glenn, Glenn Fry. Fry. Yes. Um, go, go, go. Sexy Girl. Se- what? Sexy Girl. Did I put that on my list? I hope so. I did. This goes to who you need to realize, relay this to. Oh, shut the fuck up. Because she is... She moved in next door to me And she showed me her world What a neighbor Thanks for the favor She's a very sexy girl If you're gonna go with your sexy girl with Glenn Fry, I got something for you. I got bullshit. I got something. Bullshit. I got something for you. And it's called. And it's called Party Town. Oh shit! Oh shit! Okay, okay. Do you have anything to add to that? I do. That song was played when I was a child, and the fact that the fuck the motherfucker says everybody can kiss my ass metaphor from our whole life. Okay, I'll take your party down and raise you a boys of summer. Girl. You. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say about that, baby girl? 
nothing, right? There's nothing to say. There really isn't. song play all fucking night man what do you get to up that <laughs> all right in relation to boys of summer and party town boys of summer reign supreme across the fucking board of course and i'll say that because again i used to watch the video when i was a kid that song did you not I was like fucking five or six years old. I couldn't not if I tried. Again, I say, did you not? I cannot now, <laughs> but I, I did not then. I did not then, all right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking pervert. <laughs> all right. You said... Boys of Summer. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise you. Eh. I'm gonna raise you, motherfucker. Raise you. All she wants to do is dance. Eh. Here we go. <laughs> the next one. The next one. Good call. Good call. Hell, hell yeah, it's a goddamn good call. Can you beat the next one now? By, by the way, before we had moved on, I mean, before we were drunk, 
I had had some topics to talk about with Boys of Summer. And Boys of Summer... I have one song left. That's it. I'm done. You do have one song left, and probably so do I. Um, Boys of Summer was not written by Don Henley. What? The lyrics were. Okay. But the music was not. It was originally written for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. What? That is correct. No. It was. Guess who turned it down? Tom Petty. Tom Petty turned it down. Good. Setting. It would not fit with his album's flow. Good. And, and I think it would have not fitted. It would not have fit. Don Hilly did so much better job than Tom Petty could have ever done. Watch your fucking mouth. No, I said Watch it. Your I fucking said it. Watch your fucking mouth. I fucking said it. Okay. You said it, so go fuck yourself. Anyways, Don Henley like turned fucking Boys of Summer into the most amazing fucking song ever. And and Tom Petty turned it down. He turned it down. You know, speaking speaking of that, is that I I feel that Tom Petty would not have approached the song the way it would needed to have been. This gives me so much more respect for Tom Petty because I feel that. Since he turned it down, he knew it wasn't for him. He knew it wasn't. He for knew him. he wasn't good enough. <laughs> he knew the the music. No, 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 no. The musical landscape wasn't for him. As I said, he knew he was not good enough. That's not. Watch your fucking mouth. Watch your fucking mouth. I said it. I said what I said. He was not. Good enough. Okay, let's move on from that and talk about all she wants to do is dance. By the way, all she wants to do is dance. It's from the also from the soundtrack of Real Genius, where they fucking go to the fucking party, and there's all these chicks fucking diving into this like shallow ass water, bunch of nerds with boners. It is one of the best songs of all time. It is. It is one. Okay, for sure. It is one of the best songs of all time. Next to. Boys of Summer. That's true. Now, now, as Glenn Fry said, as Glenn Fry fucking said, I would love to sing more too. But we have Don Henley. That is true. Now, we need to take this episode to a close. And we need to talk about the one song we have not even broached. At all. It's not Don Henley either for me. It is. What song is it? Are, are you prepared for this? I am prepared for this song. The Bohemian Rhapsody of the Eagles. Oh, no. I have another song before that. You shouldn't. I have one more song before that. Okay, I'll let you go. Go ahead. Walk Away by the James Gang. I just fucking played that song. Did you? I, <laughs> you drunk ass motherfucker, I played that song. Okay, okay. <laughs> so our last song, our last fucking song, is the Bohemian Rhapsody of the Eagles, the Eagles, which is Hotel California. From wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. Before we even go into that, Rage Spill Beer, Rage Spill Beer, a whole fucking clown shoe snifter of beer. On my fucking Logitech keyboard for my fucking iPad Pro. So, 
still works. Anyways, we're going to talk about this song. It's a very specific um, version of the song. It is. It is. Let me give some description before we we play the song, right? Can we do that? Can we do that? We'll we'll see what your description is and see if it's... um, Describe that motherfucker. All right, we're gonna describe that motherfucker before you fucking say anything. Okay, we both watched the documentary. Of course, we both watched. And I've seen the um, farewell tour number one several times. And we know that Don Felder was the original chord progression person of the song. That's true. All right, and then Don Henley, Glenn Fry, Don Henley primarily. Oh, you're thinking about Joe Walsh. Don Henley wrote the lyrics. That's true. Fucking song. Okay. And Joe Walsh brought it to life. Okay. But they they brought it he brought it to life in the sense where he suggested Joe Walsh is a god. He, is a god. They he suggested certain solo parts of the song. Which it's true. It's true. takes the song to the pinnacle right there. Okay. Don Felder is dead to us. Can can I can I say can I read this part? Sure. And this is from Don uh, Don Henley. Okay, the song's meaning has been the source of much debate since the release in 1977, despite Henley's insistence that it isn't, and as nuanced as the lyrics might indicate. On this is him speaking. On just about every album we made, there was some kind of commentary on the music business and on American culture in general. Henley said in the documentary History of the Eagles, the hotel itself could be taken as a metaphor not only for the myth-making of Southern California, but for the myth-making that is the American dream because it is a fine line between the American dream and the American nightmare. Before we play it, I would like to point out that um, as Brian has said before, well, we're bringing Brian into this? I, we're bringing Brian into this, yes. Um, we both took um, English 2, I believe, in a summer class. Bitch courses, continue. Yes, bitch courses, totally, um, that we had to um, analyze a song. Okay. I chose um, American Pie by um, Don McLean. Okay. Some other motherfucker in the class chose Hotel California. I ripped the motherfucker's ass because I don't remember what the fuck he said. But to me, it's about drug addiction and overcoming drug addiction as Hotel California. And once you check in, you can never check out. Once you're addicted to drugs, you're fucking addicted. Um... And I I'm, I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> but for me, <laughs> the whole class was about American Pie by Don McLean. <laughs> you drunk ass motherfucker. Don Helly said it first. Here we go.
can't get any better than the live Hellfreeze Over version. That fucking amazing bongo drum. And the acoustic guitar. Joe Walsh is a god among guitar players. No one else could pull off this precision. He's not playing the classic guitar, is he? I think he is. I'm pretty sure it's Joe Walsh. That's gotta be Felder. I'm pretty sure it's Felder. Felder was. Oh no, he wasn't gone. He wasn't. Felder was definitely playing the uh, guitar. Don Henley is playing the bongos though. Bongos are crazy. Don't you talk about Don Henley like that? Mm. <laughs> that shit, that little like. That's totally you, Glenn Fry. You're just naming people in the band now. <laughs> Only good fly can play the fucking synthesizer like that. Kaliche. Only Don Henley has that voice. Nobody can do it like that. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa! Why'd you stop it? Because we're we're gonna end this episode. But we we only have um, we're only in like two hours and forty five minutes. <laughs> we could have totally got another forty five minutes, another fifteen minutes just for the song. Could we? For Hotel California, yes. This is um, Anatomy of Mixtape episode eight. We are drunk, and I apologize. We're both ran- really drunk, and we're the, the ranting, only two left. To- the ranting and the banter that have gone on. If you couldn't stand listening to all of it, but sorry, it's what happens. Uh, we were playing a game. Well, this is we, Daniel's fault. This is Daniel's fault. He started this, and then he left us at some point because he had to work early. I do believe we've done quite well um, leaving out that word that he suggested. Yeah, we yeah we did surprisingly. Like the drunker we got, the I think we left it out. I think we got better as we get drunk. Yeah, it's crazy. Which is crazy. It's pretty crazy. Crazy as fuck. Okay, so this is the new year, and we My started month. and we started off with Jamie's birthday month. 2019, episode eight. The Eagles are the best band ever. Eagles are the best band ever, according to Jamie. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I disagree with you, okay? I don't want to argue. 
How can you argue with me? I can't, I can't, whatever. I can't fucking argue with you. Uh, what are you going to say? The Beatles? I'm hurt. No, then you're gonna bring. I'm out, hurt. You're gonna bring out facts like fucking Ted Cruz and shit. You know. I'm fucking hurt. <laughs> okay. Okay. The, the number one selling band of the 20th century. Let's leave it at that. All right. I'll leave it at that. It's the Eagles. All right. They beat okay. the fucking Beatles. They did. All right. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. Okay. They're just that much better. So, then it made mixtape episode eight. Best of the Eagles. Tim Jamie's beat, birthday beat month. The Beatles. Music. Related, okay. They beat the Beatles. Daniel had to leave us early because he they had to go to work. I have to go to work in the morning as well. Jamie they has to go to the church, right? Yeah, I have to go to church at like nine thirty, some shit like that. So it's pretty late right now. So we're pretty drunk, and we're gonna finish eating our pizza. Oh, I forgot about that. Then we're gonna go to sleep. It's delicious. And we talked about the Eagles and the solo albums of the Eagles. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Mocha Studios. On Twitter at Mocha Studios. We have a Facebook page, Mocha Studios. Hashtag Beatles suck. Oh, shut the fuck up. Hashtag Eagles rule. Anyways, (laughs) we drank a lot of beer. We're very drunk. And I apologize for anyone. This is my um, normal sober self um, saying hashtag Beatles suck, hashtag yeah, Eels rule. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yes, Ray is drunk as fuck. I want to um, I want to leave you with this part of the Big Lebowski because it is one of my favorite movies, and the dude is one of my favorite people. But I don't agree with him on this particular sentiment. But I do agree with Thank the cab. That, right? I, d- I do agree with the cab driver. So, right now, here we go. Jesus, man, could you change the channel? Fuck you, man! If you don't like my fucking music, get your own fucking cab. I had a really rough. I flew up to the side and kick your ass out. Man, come on! I had a rough night, and I hate the fucking Eagles, man. <laughs> As it should be, the dude gets out of the fucking cab. <laughs> As it should be. All right. Because the Eagles are the best band ever. And that Me mixtape, episode eight, Best of the Eagles. We'll see you all next time. I'm Ray, your host. I'm Jamie. Daniel, he would have been with us, but he's asleep. See you next time. <laughs>